0: Hey, sweet friend. I am so, so excited that you're here. Welcome to the Living by Design podcast. My name is Devani. I've been working in the mental health field for about five years, and I have my master of social work. This show is for millennial women who are moving through big life changes and who want to start showing up confidently and courageously in their lives. Every episode, you're going to learn insights and practices all centered around faith, psychology, mindset, worthiness, healthy boundaries, and so much more. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. I'm so excited to be here with Stephanie. So excited. Thanks for being here with me today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here too. This is fun. Yes. Coming okay. at you
1: from my laundry room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is real life. We're flexible, right? Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about you, Stephanie.
1: Yeah, so I'm Stephanie. I go by Stephanie and Clarice, and I'm the host of the podcast, 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm a wife to a wonderful man of God, and I have two little kids, a three-and-a-half-year-old girl and a one-and-a-half-year-old boy. So I'm in the thick of it with mom life and, uh, basically the message behind the podcast is just like a quick little dose of joy for your mom life. Um, women who are not moms listen to because there's a lot of goodness that we share. I have some awesome guests and yeah, we just kind of come together in this community of people trying to live our best life, um be close to God and find joy in everyday living.
0: Amazing. I love that. I love that. And we have two people watching with us for right now, and I'm sure that we will have more hopping on. So when, oh, sorry. So when you guys hop on, just let us know below, drop a comment, let us know that you are with us. Okay, awesome. So we're going to dive right in. We want to be respectful of your time. Um, So Stephanie, what does it mean to you to have a God-centered mindset? What does that mean? What does that look like?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just kind of filtering everything you do through the lens of Like, is this helping me get closer to God? Is this helping me in my faith life? Am I living in line with the gospel, with what the Bible says? And sometimes it's a little hard to discern this because, you know, when you're washing dishes, when you're doing other mundane tasks, you think, well, how is this related to God? But it is because you're washing those dishes, you are performing an act of service. And, you know, Jesus in the Bible washed his disciples' feet. So you can be giving your little one a bath. (laughs) and That is totally what Jesus did with his disciples. So I think so much of our life can be filtered through the lens of the gospel and what Jesus did here when he was on earth. So just having a God-centered mindset is really asking God, Being intentional, like, what am I doing and why? Why am I doing this right now? Um, If you're scrolling social media, there's nothing wrong with that. But where's your intention? Where's your mindset? Are you there to just entertain yourself? Which, again, totally fine. But I think we just have to get intentional. Like, why am I posting this? Am I trying to get attention? Am I trying to fulfill this feeling of unworthiness within me? Um, Or am I trying to spread the gospel? Am I trying to bring joy to people's life? Am I trying to brighten someone's day and encourage someone, share and be vulnerable and connect? I think it's just kind of asking ourselves questions. I think that's the biggest thing in life is like, what is the motivation behind this? And what does God think of this? I mean, he's everywhere. So he's watching our lives and we just want to live a life that's meaningful joyful and also something that you know he's going to be liking (laughs) so when you're watching that show would it be okay to watch it with jesus sitting in the room with you i don't know these are the thoughts i think during the day kind of deep i know (laughs) but it's more just filtering everything you're doing through this idea of like well you know what would jesus do wwjd it's so cliche But it's true, (laughs) it really leads to a life of more joy when you're just kind of being intentional and thinking through every little thing you're doing and just asking yourself, is this the best thing for me? And sometimes on hard mom days, I think to myself, okay, what is the next right thing I can do? And sometimes it's as simple as that. It could be super simple. What is the next right thing? And you can ask God to help you with that. You can literally cry out to God in a hard moment. Help me, Jesus. Like, I need you right now. And I think so much of our life, I mean, especially lately, I've noticed I need him more than ever. And sometimes I think that's the point is he wants us to draw near to him. He wants us to invite him into every little part of our day. Um, And so for me, a God-centered mindset is just keeping my eyes fixed on him and keeping my mind and heart lifted to him, which is what prayer is. It's really just lifting our mind and heart to him. So just really filtering it through that lens.
0: What do you think? I love that. Oh my gosh. I was taking like intense quick notes just because I, so much of what you said is so good. Yeah. I love, I love the idea of, Um, just asking yourself questions and like anyone who's been following me for a little while knows that I'm so big on self-awareness because when we are just walking on autopilot, right, when we're not asking those reflective questions, like what am I doing right now? Why am I doing that? What's my motivation here? Like you said, when we aren't living in a way that's really asking those questions, that's how we end up in a place where we're unfulfilled or you know, maybe we're really anxious or we're struggling with all of these you know, negative feelings or feeling unsatisfied or unfulfilled. And it's like, that's how we create in the moment positive shifts towards a life that is going to be, like you said, really full of joy and really fulfilling. Like it happens in those little moments when you ask yourself, like, what is my motivation here? And I love what you said about asking yourself, what is my next right step? Because I feel like so many people get really caught up in needing to know the big picture, needing to know where they're going. I actually, this, that came up in a group coaching call I was on this morning, was just the idea of like, he's not going to show us where we're going. Like he may, but a lot of times he just shows us the next right step. Like he just opens that door. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's up to us to take the next step, to ask what it is to take the next step, um, without knowing necessarily like exactly where it's going to take you or exactly what it's going to look like. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a lot of people get caught up in that and get really nervous Mm -hmm. and that's valid you know, to get nervous, to take that step, but it's, it's so powerful, so powerful to do that. So I love that.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, another thing you said that I loved was, I think there are a lot of viewers or listeners, and I can imagine that now more than ever, everything is starting to feel a little bit mundane, like the day to day, right. It's starting to feel maybe kind of monotonous. Um, and so I love what you said about like in those moments you know realizing that you're not just doing it for you you're not just doing it because you have to but like look at everything through that lens of like you know how could i bring joy into this experience or doing it as an act of service i love that and that gives it so much more meaning than just Mm -hmm. another thing off the checklist
1: Mm -hmm. totally especially as a mom i think um so much of what i do looks the same each day And I'm a stay-at-home mom, so being quarantined is definitely different in that I don't have my community, I don't have my playdates and my Bible study, and I'm such an extrovert that that's very challenging. But I will say that in my day-to-day life, normally, you know, amidst just normal life without the quarantine, I am home a lot, I do a lot of the same things, I feed kids, I clean up messes, and so often I think... um, our perspective is what shapes the way we experience life and the way we find that joy. And I think, I mean, I struggle with it just like anybody else does. I will say that one practical thing that has helped me is daily journaling, really assessing myself, like where am I at? Where's my head at? What are the thoughts that I'm thinking? Um, Just really diving into them, the yucky thoughts. Like just yesterday, um, just to really share something I'm actually experiencing right now, I wrote down, I don't get enough breaks and I want to escape. And, you know, that sounds bad, but it's true. I think almost every mom has felt that way, especially right now. We're under an extreme amount of stress and pressure and we feel trapped, probably, we're home. And we live in an apartment. We don't have a backyard. We do have a a balcony and a little playground um, on the apartment grounds. But, you know, there is a sense of feeling trapped in, in mom life sometimes. And you feel like, oh, I'm not getting the breaks I want. But really flipping that and thinking, like, wait, what do I have though? What can I be grateful for? So that's kind of where yesterday I noticed a huge shift just by. Shifting my focus, like what I was thinking about in my mind. I mean, what's going on in our mind is so powerful, and it creates joy or it creates dissatisfaction. And let me just say, there are some really hard things in life. I mean, like again, to share, my mom has had cancer that she's been battling. By, I mean, it's God's miracle, like God's grace. He he totally healed her through a surgery a few weeks ago, but. Um, it's been a hard year. And so that's not something that you can reframe. It's just one of those hard things in life, but the daily mom stuff, I do think there's so much we can reframe so much. We can change in our mindset. Like instead of focusing on the fact that I don't get enough breaks, think about when do you get a break? Um, how can you be grateful for the moments with your children? How can you be grateful for, those little baby giggles. So I think so much of, yeah, just finding joy and, and looking toward God is seeing where is he good to me? Where's his goodness in my life? Where's his favor? Where is he blessing me? And that is just going to shift your whole day around. I mean, it did so for me, like my day started out rough yesterday. And then after journaling, it was like, oh my goodness, this whole new part of life opened up. And I experience that every day, journal and take time to be in the word. I've noticed that. So those are just some practical things that anybody could do. Just a few minutes of journaling and just being like, okay, where's my mindset at? And yeah, when we can just focus on gratitude and, and the things that God has given us, like having food, something so simple as that. So many people don't have that. I mean, think about people in other countries. So just really getting really grateful. I think that is huge right now because there's so much we can't control, but we can control our mindset. We can control.
0: Pardon the interruption. I hope you are loving this episode. I wanted to let you know about a couple of opportunities that I have for you. So the first one is to join my free Facebook community where I go live every week. I share tips and tools and resources. And I have a free ebook called Start Unleashing Freedom. It is seven days of positive affirmations and journaling prompts. So if you've been looking to up-level or spice up your journaling practice, definitely head down to the show notes and grab that.
1: What we're thinking about, what we're focusing on. Wouldn't you agree? I feel like you talk about that a lot on your podcast. (laughs) Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. And I have so much that I want to dig into that. But what I want to do really quickly is if you had someone who's like, oh my gosh, I'd like to try journaling like that. Like what would a couple of prompts
1: be or a couple of questions that they could use? Like what Mm -hmm. would that actually look like for them? Yeah. Okay. So first I want to share the resource I'm using right now which um, is a journal that is going to be published um, by my friends at Metanoia Catholic, their life, life coaches, mindset coaches. Um, and so I'm going to show you this because this is what I'm doing every day. It's called the Metanoia daily seven. So this journal, it should be published by the end of the month. So I'll keep you posted, but basically you are writing down your thought. So you're just emptying out. What am I thinking right now? where is my head at what is my mindset just all the thoughts and don't filter yourself i think that's the biggest thing i've learned is just writing out the thoughts positive well, or and negative
0: and i think there's so And I've experienced this myself. Like there's, there can be a lot of shame that comes up when you're like, Oh wait, so I had the the passing thought and then you're like, Oh gosh, and I have to like write it down on paper. So then it's out in the Mm -hmm. world and it's like, it brings it up, but you're totally right. It's so important that you let it out because that's how you're going to release it and move forward from it. It's just a thought Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean that, right. It doesn't mean that you hate being a mom. It doesn't mean that you hate, you know, whatever stage of life you're in. It just, means that you're having a thought, you're having a moment, but it's when we mm-hmm. attach to that. So yeah, I love that. So yes. be really honest with
1: yourself and writing it out, positive, negative. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like the first step. And then just kind of really picking this one thought and just really diving into it more and bringing it to God. I think that's been the biggest game changer for me is bringing that thought to prayer. Instead of hiding from it, instead of feeling all this shame around it or thinking, uh, I shouldn't think that. (laughs) Well, you're thinking it. So let's bring it out into the open. It'll lose its power. Um, So we'll deal with it and bring it to God and then ask him to replace the thought with a new, healthier thought, just a more godly perspective on things. And so I think the biggest thing for me has been making this my prayer time is bringing my thoughts to God because he wants to hear all of it. And that's been a game changer in my prayer life. So I think one of the biggest prompts would be, what am I thinking right now? Just what is it? And then the second thing would be, God, what do you think about this? And I think those two things, just starting there, really simple. And it could really spur on some interesting conversations with God, some interesting prayer time, journaling time, maybe getting honest with yourself in a way you haven't because it's okay for mom life to feel hard. It's okay for life in general to feel hard and maybe lacking that joy or you're disappointed about how things have turned out or what stage you're at. I mean those are your thoughts, those those are feelings and hiding from them won't help, I think. The biggest thing I would say is bringing it to God. I mean, that has been the game changer for me, for sure.
0: I love that so much. And I think, yeah, I did um, an interview a couple weeks ago, and it was all about releasing false beliefs. And so, Mm -hmm. what you're saying is totally reminding me of that because. It just reminds me so much of like, we have these thoughts and like, yeah, a thought may just come through, but what happens so often is that then we attach to it and we feel like, Oh, well, if I'm thinking, and this is what I went through. Oh, if I'm thinking it, it must be true. And sometimes it Mm -hmm. is right. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a helpful thought, but you need to use discernment in knowing. And that's exactly why this journaling practice and these, you know, daily self-reflective questions are so valuable Because the thought could be helping you, right? It could be useful and necessary, but it Mm -hmm. also could be something that's just holding you back that's been on replay in your head for the last 15 years that's keeping you in the same cycle of staying stuck or Mm self-sabotage or whatever that looks like, you know? So I think that's, Mm -hmm. it's so powerful, these questions that you're talking about. And just to summarize, so those two journal prompts were, just let literally asking yourself, like, what am I thinking, positive, negative, all of it, just write it all out. And then it sounded like kind of focusing on one that's standing out to you and asking God, like, what do you think about this? Like, how can I reframe this? What are your thoughts on that? Mm-hmm. And allowing him to really come in and shift that into something that's true. Because most likely what you're thinking, if it's something negative or something challenging, most likely it's not from him right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, we're just allowing it to come in and create like discontentment or anxiety Mm -hmm. or sadness or whatever that is. And it's like, that is on us. We're supposed to renew our minds daily. And so I love that that's Mm -hmm. so much of what you're talking about is asking these questions and really allowing you to reflect, to be intentional, and then to, to allow him in to reframe.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering, you know, Devany, how do you do this? Like, how do you focus on a God-centered mindset in your life? Because you are in a different life stage, and I'm curious to hear how it works for you. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I feel like very similarly, um, it's you know, definitely my morning practice is super important to me. And usually that looks like either an audio devotional of some kind, like you know, mm-hmm. the podcast devotionals, or I'll mm-hmm. just kind of I flipped open the Bible and read through a psalm today, um, or I have the Bible app with devotionals. So whatever that looks like. Um mm-hmm. and then typically there's a couple different ways I'll journal. So I'll either, like you said, just kind of free write, like what's coming out right now, what's going on. Um, but a couple of journaling prompts that I actually really, really love, and I'm actually coming out with a routine. And we talked about your friends and her course, and it made me think, um, that, that's a whole other thing. But I'm coming out with a course in all about routines, and mm. the, the practice that I share in there related to journaling is... Um, identifying three things that you're grateful for and then looking Mm -hmm. at a bible verse wherever that comes from choose one verse like flip through find one open up the bible app find one verse and then reflect on what does that mean about me what does this mean Mm -hmm. about me about my life um and i tend I openly free write sometimes, but my more so, um, I think what I enjoy more is I just dive in and I'm more so like, let's get into that mindset that I want to be in. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and so when I need to, I open up and I write out the challenging thoughts Um, but I think my style is much more like, okay, let's get into that. Like, what am I grateful for? You know, what are some Bible verses Mm -hmm. that I can relate to my life? Let me get pumped. Mm -hmm. You know, that's definitely what mine, mine looks like. And also I think what you're saying about throughout the day that that's probably one of my biggest, you know, practices Mm -hmm. is yes, we need to prepare ourselves in the morning and get ready for the day. However, if you do that and then you go the whole day without thinking at all and noticing your thoughts at all, like, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, it's
0: not going to be as impactful and as powerful. So, Mm -hmm. definitely, I catch myself throughout the day often and I'm like, okay, what's that about? Like, (laughs) is this Mm -hmm. one that I can just let go? Or is that something that I need to kind of think about for a second? And I'll pray on it and I'll say, you know, like, okay, tell me what this is about. Like, where is this coming from? Like you said, what's Mm -hmm. going on underneath that? Um, you know, just, just to build the awareness. Like you don't even need it to go anywhere necessarily. You don't need to take action anywhere, but it's more so just building that awareness is so huge is so huge.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, my friend who has the course, I mean, the first module is actually awareness um and so so much of what we do in terms of our mindset and you know when we're wanting to create routines or wanting to add more joy to our life so much is awareness of what's going on currently and how can i move from my current situation to where i want to be and it really is about those daily routines those daily habits i agree that morning routine is huge mm-hmm. And just quickly, I'll share, mine is so different in that I, you know, get woken up by kids. (laughs) And so it's a little bit like, okay, I have to quickly tell God, I offer you this day. Like, this is your day. I'm here. And then I'm like, okay, here I go. I hit the ground running. And I will also briefly think of like one or two things I'm grateful for, kind of try really hard to keep that in my mind. And then, you know, I'm all in kid land, like with the kids, feeding them, being with them, not on my phone. That's been the biggest um, thing that's been helpful for me is just being like super present. And then once we get the food going, you know, maybe they get a little time from me and I set them up with an activity, then I can really dive into the journaling, reading my Bible, reading my affirmations, kind of looking at mapping out my day. Um, which I'm trying to do the night before. But if I need to do it more in the morning, I'll do it then too. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, some sort of routine in the morning definitely helps like anchor you in the day, just kind of ground you. And it doesn't have to be like this Pinterest or Instagram worthy routine. Yes, Um, I think trying different things. I've tried so many different things and some work and some don't. And something recently I discovered was just being on my phone in the morning at all doesn't work. I mean, maybe I can briefly after I do breakfast briefly check if someone's texted me or if I got an important email or something, but I can't really be on my phone. It really bothers the kids. Um, I've noticed it. It's just not good for our family life at this stage. And so just not being afraid to try things and being like, Oh, that worked. Oh, that didn't work. And just kind of adjusting. But I love that you talked about a morning routine and just routines in general, because so much of our life is, is the same and is something that we can kind of build in as a habit, as a routine, as a rhythm, however you want to call it. Um, And it just helps the day go a little bit smoother. (laughs) It's something that we can maybe control a little bit when right now so much is outside of our control. So I think just, yeah, just kind of seeing like, God, what's the next right move and what is working and not being afraid to change things. If things aren't working, um, wouldn't you agree? Just kind of being flexible.
0: Absolutely. And I love what you said about like trying different things and just being, being open, you know? And it's like, this is something I talk to my clients about. It's like, Let's find a toolbox. Like let's kind of create a toolbox, right? Of things that you may enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily love to do the same thing every day in my morning routine. However, I do my morning routine every day. Like I do something, right? Mm-hmm. Within this toolbox. Um yeah. but I have, you know, three, four, five different things in that toolbox that I love. And each morning I choose, you know, what mm-hmm. feels exciting mm-hmm. for me. And something I, like I love. That. I love that you said earlier, um, I can't remember exactly what you said, but I wrote down, um, that whatever it is that you want to find, you'll find it. So like if your brain is searching for reasons why you're not happy with where you're at, why you're not going to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve, why, you know, you aren't enjoying your day to day. If that's what your thoughts are on, your brain will find every reason that that's true. Like every possible example, um, every reason it will literally filter your entire day, every experience your brain is filtering and it will look for scenarios and examples of that. And so I think that you creating your morning routine is allowing you to put on a different filter. It's like you intentionally choosing which glasses you're going to wear for the day, right? Do you want to wear the glasses Mm -hmm. of like I'm going to be grateful and joyful and enjoy my day. Um, You know, and feel empowered and excited, whatever that is for you versus, well, I'm actually not going to put any glasses on. I'm just going to see how my
1: day goes. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like you're intentionally choosing that. Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, it's kind of dangerous to let the day just happen to you. It's like kind of a recipe for disaster. And I'm not going to lie. The last few weeks I've had a lot of days like that which is not really my norm, but I've kind of had to like readjust everything that I've done, which, you know, you get into this rhythm or you get into this nice routine and then something shifts. And so I think being flexible with it is really important. And also just like being really gentle with yourself, like, okay, um, yesterday I kind of like didn't do any of my routines. I didn't write down what I was grateful for. I let the day happen to me. Okay, that's fine. Let me just put that aside and say that was yesterday. Today's a new day. So I think a lot of what I've learned in motherhood is just and in life in general, is just a lot of grace for yourself, a lot of just like self-compassion and like, okay, I'm trying my best. And as long as I think the whole thing of God-centered mindset is just keeping our eyes fixed on him. And you know, that doesn't mean our days are gonna be perfect. It doesn't mean our life is gonna look so beautiful and like that Pinterest-worthy family. It's not. Life is messy, and I don't feel joyful at every moment of every day. That no one does. But I think to live a life of joy, focusing on God, being intentional, and also just like kind of being just in the moment. Like like that next right thing. I come back to that so often um, because that really does create joy and just that feeling of like I'm doing my best. I'm taking the next step and here I am. I'm showing up for my life and I'm gonna smile.
0: <laughs> I love that so much. And I love I'll choose where we're gonna go in, but um I love first off that you said self-compassion when you mess up because I feel like so many people spiral when they like mm-hmm. miss a day. It's hard. It's hard to bounce back, right? Yeah. But it's I totally agree with that. Like allowing especially right now, like especially in this season that we're in, be gracious Mm -hmm. with yourself and just know like you can have your days, have a day. That's fine. Like it's going to happen, but don't allow that to then be the excuse and the reason why tomorrow you're not going to try differently or even, Mm -hmm. you know, halfway through your day, you're not going to shift it. So I think Mm -hmm. that's so huge being flexible, being compassionate and gentle with yourself. Um, And I love that you said living a life of joy. And what popped out for me with that is the idea that it's like, like you said, we are not, we're human. We are not going to feel happy and joyful all of the time. Like life is challenging. There are challenges that come Mm -hmm. up. It can be really hard and really emotional. And I know for myself, I feel like I'm more emotional right now than ever before. It's like, like yes. very sensitive. And I, I am an easy crier, yeah. you know, that's like emotionally how I release is like, I just cry and it feels very cathartic and therapeutic. So, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it's like, I'm much easier to do that right now. Like it, it, a more sensitive, I guess is how you would call that I'm more sensitive yep. to things. Um, but it's okay. And I'm just allowing that. Like, it's just the season that I'm in, mm-hmm. you know, and that's okay. Just letting it happen. Um, but knowing that like overall, you're trying to create a life of joy, a fulfilling life, a life of peace and love, right? Not that mm-hmm. you need to be those things every moment of the day, but that overall, that's the, those are the lenses that you're wearing and that's what you're trying mm-hmm. to cultivate overall in your life. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really a big picture kind of thinking and sort of like a vision you know, to the vision for your life. And then the little details in each day, they fluctuate. And you might not achieve that vision one day, but maybe the next day you will. So I think, yeah, it's just kind of a big picture thinking instead of, you know, just really getting into the nitty gritty of every day and analyzing every moment. And am I being joyful? Am I being intentional and, you know, just, we don't want to put so much pressure on ourselves. Then it feels overwhelming. I think just having this vision for your life and just these big picture thoughts. And, and that's why, again, going back to introspection, it's so important to journal and just really ask yourself, like, what is your, what is your vision? What is it? Is it joy? Is it peace? Is it closeness with God? Is it, you know, a family life? That's very loving and kind. I mean, what is it? So I think, yeah, that overarching vision is huge. And and it will then when you have your eye on that, you know, for me being close to God each day, having that life of joy and meaning and purpose and being present with my family, then I can kind of decide about the details of the day when I have that big vision in mind. And it's not going to go perfectly every day, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I've, I've definitely struggled with that my whole life. Me too. I'm sure it will just be something that I fight against. Um, and just to really try to remember that God is full of mercy and grace. And he wants to be with us in this. Like he wants to partner with us. You know, he doesn't want us to just keep him for Sundays. He wants to partner in those little moments and he wants to be with us and, you know, you can ask him to help you create that vision. So I think that big vision is part of the God-centered mindset is just, you know, what is that vision for your life?
0: Yeah. I love that. Okay. So we're coming up on time. Um, but we did have yeah. one other point that we wanted to talk about. So maybe if you want to just briefly, um, share your thoughts on, answering our calling and keeping our eyes really fixed on him. If you want to share a couple of thoughts on that.
1: I'll just briefly say it all comes down to intention and planning. And as a busy mom, to be able to do a podcast, to have a ministry, to um, create um, a devotional, like all these different things, these projects, a Bible study, you know, it's a lot of work and it takes time. It takes planning and intention. So, anything you're working on, whatever it is, you really just have to plan ahead. And that's really with anything you're doing in life. Um, When you're planning out your kids' activities, you plan ahead for the week. Um, And you don't necessarily have to do it on like a Sunday night. That is my ideal. But in this season, with the busyness of littles and how tired I am at the end of the day, I've been noticing that planning in the afternoon for that next day is helpful. Just kind of looking one day ahead and you can kind of look at the week at once and sort of see where things fall and, you know, how are you spending your time? But I think it's so helpful to just plan ahead for the next day. I mean, even just planning out activities. Like I knew this morning I wanted to make sure the kids had some outside time on the balcony and I wanted them to have some sensory play. So I set up some Play-Doh for them. I was able to eat a snack while they were busy with Play-Doh. So just things like that, really simple, whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a work-from-home mom, work outside the home mom, not a mom, you know, whatever, whatever your life stage, the planning piece is huge. And just being super intentional and asking yourself every step of the way, why am I doing this? You know, is this serving me right now? And if it's not, like, let's say Instagram, for example, I've struggled a lot with Instagram. Um, you know, why am I needing to post every day? Asking myself that hard question and then saying, you know what? I don't want to be on there on Sundays. Lately, I've said, I don't want to be on there on the weekend. And that's You've been fine. going through the same thing.
0: Yeah. Right? Less, I'm like,
1: yeah, responding less. I can't. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah. I can't keep up. It's too much. And the kids don't like me on my phone. And I get it. I mean, who wants to see their mom looking at their phone hours a day? No, that's not the mom I want to be. And so just asking myself, like being really intentional, it all comes back to answering, ans- asking yourselves hard questions, answering those hard questions, and then taking some action. So for example, I'm going to start deleting Instagram on the weekend. I'm just going to delete it off my phone, put it back on on Monday morning. Who cares if I miss something? That's not what I want to do on the weekend. I want to be with my family. I want to pray more. I want to, you know, when we can go back to church, I want to go to church, you know, so just, I think anything you do ministry, staying at home, work, business, volunteering, it just has to be planned and intentional. And you got to keep asking yourself those hard, hard questions. Yeah. And then you'll live the life of joy that you want.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: Oh, I love that so much. (laughs) Okay. This was so amazing.
0: Tell people where they can
1: find you. Where can they find you? Sure. So I am on Instagram, um, 500 seconds to joy podcast. So five zero zero seconds to joy podcast, a little bit of a mouthful, but, um, yeah, that's where I usually am in terms of social stuff. Um, you can subscribe to my newsletter on there. You can click the link to listen to my podcast. So my podcast is 500 seconds to joy. It's anywhere you listen to podcasts. Most people listen on their iPhone on the Apple podcast app and you can listen on Spotify or if you're an Android user stitcher. So yeah, all the different places. And I've been coming out with a bunch of episodes lately because everybody's home. So why not? It's been really fun. So, um, yeah, you can connect with me there. And if people want to email me, I've had people email me prayer requests, which I love getting prayer requests. Um, and I, I just think the power of prayer and community is huge. So people can email me at 500 seconds to joy at gmail.com. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. And if you are watching on yeah. Facebook, um, just leave us any questions, comments. We'll come back. in. Here. Thank you so much for being here and listening to this show. I really, really hope that you found this episode useful before you head out of here. I would love and so appreciate if you could leave a review. That would mean so much to me. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will talk to you soon.